this morning the uh, the reading that we had was uh, from Luke 2 and it was where the infant Jesus uh, is brought on the 40th day um, after his birth uh, into the temple. Tonight our passage from Malachi is a prophecy of Christ's coming kingdom. It perhaps looks to the day Simeon had grown old waiting for. It perhaps looks beyond that to the day that Christ will come again. Not everyone may want the kingdom in all of its fullness, despite the fact that they've been waiting for the Christ to come. Malachi reveals four things of kingdom in this passage. Now, you know, traditionally ministers tend to give you three points to sermon tough. It might only have had six verses. I'm going to do four different things in here. So here they go. The kingdom's coming will have the way prepared. That Christ will be cleansing. That judgment will come. But you don't need to be afraid. You don't need to be afraid. You might be afraid. But you don't need to be afraid. The preparer for Jesus and his time of ministry, we think of as being John the Baptist. Of course, for this morning's passage, that bit of preparation hadn't really been done, had it? Because John the Baptist is only about six months older or maybe a bit more than Jesus himself. So there's things going on. The way is being prepared perhaps by Anna and Simeon and others too. But John the Baptist was waking people up to the need to repent and to have a new life. He sowed seeds of change that would grow, but more directly, he pointed at Jesus and said, this is the one. Look to him. Follow him. But of course, although I say John wasn't quite preparing the way yet, because he's still a baby, perhaps actually about the size of Josie, his dedication was this morning. John was kind of starting in that ministry. Much, much younger than his 30s is when his ministry begins. Even before he was born. He was not an immaculate 
conception, but it was a miraculous one to the godly couple of Elizabeth and Zechariah. They were thought to be beyond childbearing years, but God had a plan and used them to fulfil his purpose. And when they welcome Mary at their home, who's probably gone to her cousins not just because of the angel saying Elizabeth is with child, but also because there's a bit of being pregnant and a bit of a whisper going round about, is this out of wedlock? Going off to where the neighbours can't see her. John's jump in the womb at her arrival it gives testimony to her unusual story. Her story of an angel. And without question, she is accepted fully by the family. He leaps for joy within Elizabeth. And it's a declaration of what is going on. But the concept of preparing the way also continues beyond the John the Baptist. It speaks to who we are. Who we are called to be. The church the body of Christ has a task of preparing the way to bring glimpses of the world until it is fully evident when Christ comes again. Revealing bits of kingdom, speaking of what the kingdom is called to be, speaking of our hope for it, that there won't be pain or sorrow, that there will be joy Everlasting. But on that day, who can endure? And we had this idea, you know, who will fear that day? Well, maybe us. Who can endure the coming? And the prophet asks. And the rather challenging answer is both that we cannot stand the day of coming. Who can face that day of coming? And that at the same time, we will be able to stand it. It's a yes and a no. It's an us and a not us. When it comes to the day of judgment, it may seem that there's no end to the list of things we have done wrong None of us are perfect. But we can be cleansed. We can be refined in the fire. And the cleansing is not like taking an apple that's fallen off the tree and has been in the mud and you wash it under the tap and go, oh, that's a clean apple now. And then bite into it and find that it's actually rotten inside it's not that sort of cleansing it doesn't just make the outside clean it cleanses the inside too the fire can clean out the impurities that are initially hidden from the surface 
And with Jesus, they bubble to the top and can be skimmed off and removed. But this fire of refinement is not a punishment. Malachi here is not talking of the fires of hell, but a fire that comes from Jesus to change us, to purify us, to make us fit for worship and equipped for God. It's a fire that makes us holy. It's the fire of the Holy Spirit. And if we invite the Holy Spirit into our lives, allowing it to change us. I wish I'd stopped writing it. It's Holy Spirit is not an it. Allowing the Holy Spirit to move us and fill us anew. Then we can be ready for whatever we change, for whatever challenge we face on that day. Who can stand? We can if we have the Holy Spirit within us. If we know God's way and we seek to be God's people. We then come closer in Malachi to that day of judgment. And what we discover is that those who will be brought to trial and suffer are those who have opposed the coming of the kingdom. The coming of the kingdom in small ways on earth. The kingdom that is all the the bits of kingdom that are already here today. We see bits of the kingdom now. We long for that kingdom to grow and it will one day come in fullness. But there are people who oppose the kingdom as it can currently be. Sorcerers have not been refined in the fire but try to bring their own alchemy. People who have said that there are other ways of living other than trusting in God's way. Adulterers and perjurers are people who have been underhand. They've knowingly lied to others who have trusted them. They've caused suffering to come not through necessarily violent action, but through their words. The worker is due their reward. And those who have defrauded them, failing to pay what is owed at the end of the day, have shown themselves to be dishonest and greedy. The widows and the fatherless are people who have fallen in hard times. Who grieve, but are also probably poor through no fault of their own. They would have no form of income, no means of support. Society under God's law is called to be that support mechanism, to be loved and protected in the kingdom. But often others take advantage of their situation. 
It's not talking of a one-off act like mugging a pensioner in the street, which itself is wrong, but it is talking of oppression, of structures, a continual squeeze which over time has a, an incredibly debilitating effect. It marginalises those who are supposed to be embraced. The oppression is therefore not necessarily the work of an individual, but the work of society, of government, of groups of people. And the last one that is mentioned there is about depriving aliens of justice. The foreigner. Do we see someone from another country as being different to ourselves? Are they less human because they're born by chance somewhere else? Are they not made in the image of God? Malachi tells us that the Lord requires that they are given justice as we ourselves expect justice, as we have freedom to be individuals, to live, to work, to love, a just society, God's kingdom, gives the foreigner those freedoms too. I guess at this stage, the people hearing Malachi might have felt their hearts sink. It kind of... The thing about prophets is that they tend to poke folk and say, you're not doing what you're supposed to do. Their hearts would sink. Maybe they identified themselves with the actions just being described. And that means they will face judgment. But the Lord reminds them that he has always been there. Always been there. Always there from the beginning of time. From the first person walking on the earth. And before that, God has been there. And all that time, God has loved his creation. And all they have to do is look to him. The Lord is a loving father, slow to anger, swift in love. He knows what's wrong with us humans and still has compassion for us. His word through Malachi is a reminder to live the just life. Until that day when the kingdom comes in fullness. But he also says he will help us in that struggle. Because we're not right. We get it wrong. We try and explain our way round the things that are not of the kingdom that we do. 
he will help us through preparing the way, through coming among us, through renewing us by the Spirit, equipping us to go out and do that for others, to prepare the way, to touch and to see the Spirit bring hope and life in people's lives. May your wait for the day when you see the kingdom coming in its fullness not simply be a time of waiting and doing as you wish, but a time when we with joy will serve the Lord and be his people.